Welcome everybody to the Split Six Podcast, the podcast where we split a six-pack and talk about three different topics each over the course of one beer. I'm your host, Nick Wigella, and I'm joined by the person who has the most record Split Six Podcast probably forever, I would say. It is the one who helped me start it. It is the one and the only Brian Nice. And Brian, welcome back. Yes, I'm like the John Goodman of Split Six. <laughs> Shout yes. out to Chris, he did say that. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Most times and... Probably forever unless you perish. Oh. <laughs> this will live on forever. And I do want to quickly apologize to you, Brian, for... I told you I'd have you on it the first every month, and I had to skip you last week because I was overbooked due to my brother randomly coming into town. So. Oh, it's okay. It's we got you on the second yeah, of this month. I'm here. I'm we'll here. We'll probably have you on the second of next month, too, because I believe I had to push somebody else back. Oh, it's all right. I'm, ha- I'm happy to be here. So, Brian, how was your weekend? <coughs> it was great. It was fantastic. I was down in Cleveland with some friends. We attended game three of the Eastern Conference semifinals. And, and from the uh, pictures I've seen on Facebook and Instagram, it seems like you guys had pretty awesome seats. Yeah. Uh, our good friend David, who works at Quicken Loans, won tickets. And oh. there were four that were just like four rows up from the hoop. And then he Damn. had two that were like, he was sitting like with the media people. I was, was I was wondering how much you guys spent on those. <laughs> oh, and then we stayed in a, a hotel for like, we got two rooms for 160 bucks. Shit, dog. It was crazy. Yeah, that's that's awesome. That's like, uh, it was a lot of fun. Those are better seats than I've ever spent or sat at during a shitty Pistons game. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll get to sports in a second because we got yeah. some business to attend to. Brian, what are we drinking today? Oh, it's the second Bells of the history of Split Six, actually. It's called Hop Solution Ale. That's true. Um, it is a second Bells, and I decided to bring it on because if you guys don't remember, Brian was on for the last episode. We did our first Bells, so yeah. maybe you'll get Bells every time, Brian. It's a double Indian I, double, <laughs> double Indian Pale Ale, double IPA. <laughs> it's a double, double Indian Indian double, Pale yes. Pale Ale. It's got some writing on the back if you want to read that. Uh, yeah, this remarkably drinkable double IPA pays tribute to one of Mother Nature's finest creations as several hop varieties combine for massive aromas of tropical fruit, citrus, and pine. Wow, shelf life, three months, alcohol, 8%. I like how on the front it's got, like, the scientific name for hops, what I believe. The hop. (laughs) Humulus lupulus. Sounds like a Harry Potter spell. (laughs) We'll get into later for the entertainment section. Wow. Just kidding. Let's open these up. <laughs> the cap is pretty cool, too, because it's not... I guess Bell's always has different caps. It's just a little hop guy. Cheers. Cheers. Wow. A little citrus, a little pine, some tropical fruit. They were right on. Yeah, they got this one right. <laughs> That's nothing like a two-hearted. It's nothing like a two-hearted, except for, in my mind, I was like, is this a two-hearted? It's like a fruity two-hearted. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not like overly fruity. This is... No, two-hearted could... itself is pretty fruity. For this for being 8%? Damn. Oh, yeah, and this 8%, which is one of the higher, if not the highest beer we've done on this podcast. Can you remember doing a higher one back in the day? Mm. Let's look up on the shelf. I don't think so. No. Maybe Anger. If it was called anger, that might have been a pretty high percentage. <laughs> what was that schlurm? I remember we were going on about the schlurm lord. Yeah. 
I don't think that was this high. No, but it just had a cool name. Yeah. You know, that's with Shorts. But Shorts isn't sponsoring this week because they didn't give me free beer either. You got this for free? No, I'm just kidding. Damn. (laughs) Come on, Bells. Give me some money. Or or some beer. (laughs) Just just supply my bad habits. Oh, sweet. I turned on the TV in the background because I wanted to get this game on. And it's already on the right channel, guys. Joel Embiid just eating some grapes right now like a Greek god. What the hell is going on? Dude, I freaking love this I think this is destined to be a great episode of the Split Six podcast. (laughs) He's literally like just mowing those down. I wish somebody was holding them for him. (laughs) (laughs) Just Ben Simmons is holding it for him. <laughs> and then it shows Al Horford being a professional, getting stretched out, actually doing something. Let's see Joel Embiid fucking stuff grapes into his face. Beer number one. Oh, how convenient. Speaking of Joel Embiid, the Cleveland Cavaliers, and the Boston Celtics, Brian? Yeah. Let's continue this story. The NBA playoffs are in full swing, and Brian was at a game... Um, game three, which your I, first ever Cleveland game, right? First time, first time I think I've ever seen a game not at the Palace or LCA. Now let me ask you this: Is it your first time at a foreign stadium uh, of no. all sports? No. Okay. No. But um, yeah, this was nuts. It makes me hope that the Pistons get really good really soon, just huh. because the atmosphere that there is so like it's. I want to be where LeBron is. You might as well move to. Well, you probably won't want to move to Cleveland after next year, but. Yeah, you never know. Houston, L.A., maybe Philly. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so how was it? It was it was amazing. Like it, 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 for everyone listening, it was the game where LeBron hit the shot. Yeah, the buzzer be with no time left off his what left foot. Like everything like about that shot. It's like, what are you doing taking that shot? Right. Anyone else taking that shot, it would have been a disgusting, can, terrible take. Yeah. You could you can see us on TV too. When, oh really? When, yeah, when he takes the shot, it's so crazy. Like, but the game itself was nuts because Demar Derozan didn't play for like the entire fourth quarter. He was his plus minus was like minus twenty three, just Damn. played like shit. And then in game four, it gets ejected. Like LeBron, like pretty much single handedly ruined that franchise. Yeah, it's it's weird because they're saying Dwayne Casey might get fired. And Dwayne Casey turned that franchise around. Like, if Dwayne Casey gets fired. Is that fired, the coach or the GM? He's the coach. Okay. And he might. Let's win. fire him and bring him here. Like, he just won today. He won coach of the year as voted by all NBA coaches. Yeah. And he might get fired. Because you. Don't this, fire him. I mean. Dude, he, it's tough to say because this was Toronto's year. Like, yeah. Cle- it, like, Cleveland, it was a bad matchup, but. You shouldn't be getting swept. Toronto should have just traded somebody to the Pacers <clears throat> midseason to the Pace because the Pacers matched up well. Yeah, obviously. that's what. Yeah, like the first round that was a a good matchup. Like right. in the West, fucking. You just can't. You can't take LeBron spur- to Game Sevens though with the Pacers because for Le- LeBron's stats in Game Sevens are yeah are just like unmatchable. So like like I was gonna say like some of the Western Conference matchups like. I think a better matchup first round would have been like Golden State and OKC. Yeah, that would have like, been really fun to yeah. watch. So like matchup, they're weird, but it's like you can't get swept before yeah. the conference finals. Like no first seed has ever done that. Right. Yeah, and you know, it's it's crazy. I mean, it's not crazy because it's LeBron, 
But it's crazy that Toronto does that good in, in the regular season and can beat every other team they were, except for Cleveland. Yeah, they, they just were, can't beat Cleveland. They were top five in offensive and defensive efficiency. And then I, I read something that they were saying, like, they should wait to see what LeBron does. If he goes out west, then they should keep everybody together, keep Dwayne oh, Casey there. Because they essentially only have to compete with Boston and Philly. Mm. Well, next honestly, year. I mean, we'll get to Boston in a second, but yeah, but it's like maybe that's a smart play if if LeBron doesn't if he you know goes to Philly or First Cleveland, all, yeah, blow it up, yeah. <laughs> uh, he goes I, out west, keep it together. I highly doubt LeBron's going out west. I honestly think he's probably going to stay in Cleveland. Um, I, I mean, especially with how he's doing this postseason, and if he, yeah. If he imagine if he somehow beats the Rockets or the Warriors in the finals, there's no way he's leaving. If that's the case, I was just talking to my Lyft driver on the way here. We were talking about uh, because my pick on it is like me standing next to this Blake Griffin poster. Oh, okay. So we just was going. We were going on about that, and he was like, "Yeah, I feel like if it's Houston, Cleveland, Cleveland might have a shot, but if it's Houston, Golden State." It's Golden State. That was, and he's like, and LeBron's yeah. my favorite player. I just don't see him beating that team again. I'm no, like, you can't. I mean, if LeBron beats Golden State, that ends the conversation about LeBron versus Jordan. I think, dude, he's about to go to his eighth straight. Right. I I'm not saying. I'm not saying I think Jordan's insane. better because I don't. I think LeBron's better. I think yeah. Jordan right now has the better story. Everybody and that counts. Everybody has to see LeBron James live before he retires because it is like. You're in awe the entire time, just seeing this presence. He's a freak, man. It's well, not Brian. Real. I don't think you've got me birthday presents in the last 27 years of my life. <laughs> so how about next year? Let's go to a a Pistons game and see LeBron. We but, will. But one stipulation: you have to buy us sideline seats. Mm. They will probably only cost about a grand each. Mm. It's the Pistons, so they'll be cheap. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Deal. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? I'm, that's like my goal is to like sit sideline for a basketball game. Dude, yeah. Uh, uh, me too. My buddy... Hashtag me too. Hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> my buddy, uh, he was my boss at Divine and his buddy uh, has sideline seats. I can't remember how much they, he bought them for, but it was like... He got to go to, a, I think, a Golden State game or something. Oh, just he had a Golden action. State? At, in Golden State? or at No, at, at the Pat. Oh. Or at a LCA. Like, oh, okay, got you. said it's the most insane thing. I going to say, at Golden State, those sideline seats have got to be insane. Yeah. The Oracle, <laughs> it's the most expensive ticket. I think the Western Conference uh, Finals tickets are the most expensive they've been in a decade. Yeah. I mean, that's really the series. I, 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 could, I could see Cleveland... Honestly, maybe beating the Warriors. I could probably see them beating Houston. Um, I don't mm. think it's likely in either case, but I don't know. Yeah, I just I think whoever wins the West will win it. Yeah, like my Lyft driver doesn't think so. He thinks Houston can get beat pretty easily by Cleveland. I just I don't know. I, mean, I honestly <clears throat> I like Houston it all a lot. year. I like. I hope Chris Paul gets it done. Did I've, you see that game last night? No, I've actually not watched any of the second round. He dropped 40 points, got 7 rebounds, 10 assists, and 0 turnovers. Chris Paul? Yeah. It, like, nice. he was hitting shots that I couldn't believe. <laughs> Honestly, I, just I don't know why, game. but I hate the Rockets so much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And I've said it all year because mm-hmm. it's been the easiest thing to predict. It's going to be Golden State over Cleveland in the finals. Nah. Um, you, dude, <laughs> dude, the home court advantage. I feel like for Houston is the biggest factor. Them getting that one seed is know, huge, man. dude. I've seen I've seen the Warriors without Kevin Durant be down three to one and come back and win a series against Kevin Durant. <laughs> yeah, and I also saw them, you know, be up three to one and blow that lead. Yeah, but like Kevin Durant is different than LeBron James. LeBron James you can't get him to seven because if if any if any of the series goes to seven that LeBron's in, I don't think he'll lose. No, you can't. But, but um, you know, we should, let's talk about the West for a second. So this the second round uh, of the NBA playoffs has been kind of super lame, honestly. First round was great, but the second round sucked because they so Golden State um, just just beat uh, New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Uh, three to one. Yep, the gentleman sweep. In what a lot of people thought, maybe New Orleans might have a chance, but no. You know what? A given them a better chance. Boogie Cousins being so? healthy. A lot of people, yeah. A lot of people said that last round that they're better without him. Yeah. Look. At, I mean. <laughs> yeah. Who they play? Uh, they swept Portland. The three seed, right? Yeah, they got fucking. Yusuf Nurkic, you think's gonna try to guard <laughs> I don't know Anthony how, Davis? Portland kind of reminds me of the Rockets, and I don't understand how those teams Dude, are as good I, as they were. I love, the, I love Portland. Damian Lillard, I love that guy. The, Yusuf Nurkic, I had high hopes for. The three in the West is probably about as good as the one in the East in terms of record wise. I yeah. would guess. Yeah. Um, but you know, they're just a team without like and Damian Lillard is a superstar, but yeah lower tiered superstar dude it's all about matchups just like DeRozan though. and Lowry it's all about matchups like, yeah. that was just a really good matchup for the Pelicans <laughs> OKC that was a yeah. bad matchup for against Utah yeah like I genuinely believe if OKC matched up against Golden State first round they might have beat them because they would have rushed Curry back I think the oh. uh you are an OK or a Golden State hater in a way, and you refuse to, Dude, to revel I, in the greatness that that team is. I just I'm think not saying you just, it's fair. I just think you hopped on that bandwagon and like won't listen to anyone's like opinion. I, I'm honestly, I'm, I'm rooting for Golden State to beat Houston, but if Cleveland gets there, I will be rooting for Cleveland because I don't. I, the reason I started liking basketball was when LeBron went to Miami because I always loved rooting against a super team, and I liked I liked Golden State the most before they got Durant. Um, and then you like, but before that, you liked OKC a lot. Too. I did, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you, it being a Pistons fan in this time, it's like okay, it's natural to root for teams. Like you liked the Clippers when they were pretty good. Yeah, man. It's like it's natural. Blake Griffin. You you don't want to root for teams that suck unless they're your own. Like this is the only team I got, man. <laughs> All I'm saying is, this team's gonna get tired, man. They've been to three straight finals. There's no way they can keep it up. If it's this, if it's they don't even if they, have to start. A, if a they center. do it again, if they yeah, Zaza Pachulia is just there to break ankles. If they do it again, then there's <laughs> n- then there's no way they should be favored to do it again. How long do you think this can realistically last? I don't know. Michael, do you think we're just Michael be- Jordan did it? Uh, 
I got three I, times. Then he got tired, retired for two years, yeah. came back to it three times. LeBron James about to do it for the eighth time. Well, just because get there. he can. Right. Yeah, I mean, there's the argument LeBron Jordan is stupid because all you have to do is look at LeBron and yeah. look at Michael Jordan and see which one is more athletic, and it's clearly LeBron. Jordan's got probably a bit more of a killer instinct and a better story uh, than LeBron does, I think. Because the fact that he retired for two years and came back and won three more is just pretty... pretty Retired. Pretty, would have been pretty epic to live that. But the thing that pisses me off about Jordan is like people hate LeBron for no reason. And Jordan was this guy who's just a gambler, like chain smokes... Yeah. Well, dude, not a nice guy. LeBron James donates to charity. It, never had a controversy. People hated, people hated Jordan while Jordan was playing. Well, yeah. Like my my father despises him. Yeah, because he's from. That's true. Because the bad boys. Yeah. But you know, I'm thinking like, there you go. Brian's got, got on a bad boy shirt. Uh, but I, I after uh, after LeBron retires years down the road when they're having this debate, it'll be much more one sided. You know, people that yeah. people that watch. Watch LeBron grow up and not Jordan, which will be most of us in about ten years. That's the thing. Some like old guys that Benny's were talking about. And it's like you can't talk about the golden age. The golden age was the eighties, and I'm like, you literally just said Jordan wasn't playing against guys like Curry and Durant before. Yeah, because he was saying like before that he was saying. Well, the game evolves. It's it's really dumb to compare eras. Yeah, but he was saying like essentially Jordan... artwork. He was saying that LeBron is on the same level as Jordan for oh. GOAT status. And then he was just like, but the golden era is the 80s. Yeah, I don't, I don't know shit about the 80s. I That's mean, the thing. I, I don't know, was, man. I heard it was the 90s. I'd say... I'd say know. it's right. Like, the game only gets better. Like, yeah, there's... They get... I think the officiating this year was fucking I guess terrible. If I, were, if I were related to football, like, I think football, like, just passed its golden era. Like, the golden era was back when... Brady in his prime, Peyton mm-hmm. Manning, Drew Brees, all these quarterbacks are out there. Brett Favre, you know everything. Yeah, like probably I'm from really 2000 like, to like 2015, that was like the golden age of football. Now, concussions happen, and we're witnessing its downfall. I'm yeah, I'm really not into football. I'm only into football because of the like the fantasy league, I and mean, like I'll watch the Lions whenever they're. I on. bleed Lions, and I realize they, how sick it is for how much I love the Lions, but. We got to talk. We got to make this all strictly about basketball. And there is one important thing I did want to talk about. I did want to. I did want to talk about something too. Okay, what was yours? It was about the. Uh, I'm. I'm looking it up. Just, it's uh the the college rule for 2020. Oh, for okay, okay. We'll come to that in a second. I just want to continue with the theme of the playoffs. I want to talk about this game behind us right now, 76ers Celtics, and I want to talk about Brad Stevens and the Boston oh, Celtics. Yeah, Brad and how amazed i am that they're up they're up three to one on philly which a team everyone thought was going to win it was favored by like nine at one point on uh in like the last game um did you watch that last game on saturday yeah yeah we were watching it we were at uh shout out to mike carl's it was his bachelor party we were watching it there at the axe throwing place tj (laughs) fucking love tj and jj reddick at small four look at look at this look at this starting lineup for for the celtics Terry Rozier, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Al Horford, Aaron Baines. Like it should not. This NBA champion Aaron Baines. This team should not be. I'm not saying maybe it shouldn't be winning, but it shouldn't be as good as it is. I and, saw a hot take that said they should uh, 
trade Kyrie Irving because his value is fucking high and just have Terry Rozier as their starter, like get picks mm-hmm. back for him and have Gordon Hayward next year. You think they could trade Kyrie for Kawhi? They won't do it, but it was like a hot take I well, saw. Do you think they could trade him for Kawhi? Uh, yeah, that, that'd be interesting. That would probably yeah. work out for both parties. Oh, yeah. Damn, dude. That's what I That'd I, I heard crazy. that I heard that take from I think uh, friend what? of the pod Jeremy cousin of the pod Jeremy. Do they have the, like this? How do the salaries line? I don't up? I don't know. But anyways, what I'm trying to say is that that's a beautiful idea. These Boston Celtics are uh, like they're either I don't know how they're doing this well. They must be supremely coached. Oh yeah, which, Brad Stevens is fucking really good at. He's the best coach in the league. So. Like pop pops the you know greatest why, of all time, but he's you know why the Warriors are gonna stay together? It's because they're gonna get Hayward and they're gonna get Kyrie back, and they're gonna be twice as good as they are now. And I legitimately think they could beat the Warriors uh, in a series. You're forgetting about Al Horford too. What was that? That was uh, and Al Al Horford. I consider him on that level of like, yeah, he's dude. He's like he was. He's the, like Draymond Green. Yeah, he was, I think, I follow this guy, Matt Moore, so a lot of him is... I the was old like, backup quarterback from yeah. f- for the uh, Miami Dolphins or yeah. something? <laughs> yeah. And uh, he was just, like, spitting all this knowledge on Al Horford, like, putting out all stats. It's like, uh-huh. he's more valuable to the team than Kyrie Irving was. Just, like, his plus-minus, his player uh-huh. efficiency rating. It's like, dude, Al Horford's so good. Like people forget about that on that Atlanta Hawks team with Paul Millsap uh, and Jeff Teague. Right. I mean, I I, I believe it. I just think like, why would is Al Horford hurt too? No. Oh, is he starting? Wait, is he not? Is no. He... Yeah, he's power forward. Aaron oh, Bain, Aaron I thought he Bain. was a center for some reason. He he is. He play but, uh, They're playing. Yeah, they're playing big former Piston Aaron Baines. Jason Jason Tatum, uh, probably third third rookie of the year. Oh yeah, for sure. I I think it should be Ben Simmons. I'd be disappointed if it's not. Like, stop saying he's not a rookie when yeah, everybody rookie. wanted Joel Embiid to win Rookie of the Year last year, and it was his fucking third three <laughs> years since he got drafted. Um. Uh. So what? What Brad Stevens reminds me of in this whole team because no one no one saw this coming, and no one expected it. Is it reminds me of how. The Patriots win every year, and they're and, a Boston team, and they're not, they're not like, they don't have that that much talent. If you just look at them on the pa- on paper, you know, but they know how to they know how to put certain people against certain other people to maximize the efforts. You know, yeah, like extreme analytics almost, but it's I don't even know if it's analytics. I'm already preparing to hate this team in like two years. So. <laughs> <Are you? laughs> uh, yeah, it just gives me hope for the Lions, honestly. <laughs> I mean, no doubt, but all right, all right, all right. Let's hear. Let's hear what you're trying to say. Um, there's this uh this NBA thing I read a couple couple weeks ago about NBA's one and done rule will remain at at least 2020 or something like. Uh, I think they're trying to get rid of the one and done, and they're just gonna let uh high school kids into the NBA at 18. Oh, really? Yeah. So, like, they're, I think they're, like, trying to get rid of the NCAA or something. 
Yeah, I mean, <laughs> after everything... Promote the G League more. That would probably be smart for them if they could just trade out spots. I mean, it'd be bad for college athletics, but fuck college athletics because they just kind of profit off of young kids. Yeah. But I don't know, I don't know if I uh, can imagine... I mean, wait, when did this one-and-done rule start happening? Because didn't, didn't LeBron come straight from high school? I think it says 2005. Um, so a couple notable guys are like LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, Kevin Garnett. They all came straight from high school. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I don't know. It's really hard for me to imagine. Like, that's one of the greatest things about LeBron, too, is that he was coveted since he was like 14 and people different cities were posting billboards for him like or not cities but like nike and adidas were posting billboards trying to get him to sign with him since he was 14 and he still comes straight from high school doesn't turn into a head case and is still what was advertised yeah he's people don't no one would no one could do that i think he's the greatest of all time yeah it's it's weird man like yeah it's not i i don't think we're gonna see another guy like that like ben simmons Mm-hmm. Is the like closest player we have, but obviously he's just Australia to LSU, broke his foot, now he's a rookie. Not the same story, but right. I mean, yeah, just a good guy. LeBron's just homegrown in the USA. Had a player fuck his mom. Had a player. <laughs> what? No, you don't remember that. Oh, Delonte West fucked his mom oh. while they were playing together. I do have a vague memory. Of this. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, just someone that legitimately lived up 100% and even greater than the hype was. Like they called him King before he came to a basketball, to an NBA basketball team. That's and weird, he man. still reigns supreme. Yeah. I, I just hope like people do appreciate it because I'm sure I would have hated Jordan back in the day, but it's like, I'm learning to appreciate it because mm-hmm. maybe there's no reason for me to like hate him i mean i hated lebron when he went to miami and a lot yeah. of it's to do with this like the semantics of how he did it and yeah for sure but then it's like oh shit like he just raised like a lot of money for those kids right <laughs> and it, then, it like, paid for their college i and, forgot about that and honestly I, I was not i was so far away from being into basketball at that point and then yeah. i was just like watching i was like wow fuck this guy i would have been yeah fuck those guys i'm gonna root against them every time and then the dallas mavericks won in the uh that was a great squad championship the first time and i was yeah. so happy um and then you know i get to watch him play and i watch him go back to cleveland which that's what really helps him in the story department between him and jordan yeah that's like you know he brought a championship home right and he came back something no one probably ever would have done after after his city burned his jersey yeah painted over his murals and whatnot and then he got them a championship against the fucking Golden State Warriors. I know it was before they had Durant, but they had to get Durant to beat him. Dude, he won against the seventy three and nine. And he was Golden State Warriors. Right, the highest. He came best back. Win at, best best win percentage ever by an NBA franchise. No one in the finals have ever come back down three one. Right. And he did it. I mean, he led all know, statistics. There was, there was a little bit of a help help from. The, the rest shut the fuck he led in every statistic in between both teams right and that's the thing with between i mean you can say lebron had Kyrie, and you can say whatever jordan had help too yeah he had <laughs> he had scotty pippen yeah and dennis robin at the steve end. kerr steve kerr one of the, the warriors literally one of the best three-point shooters during that mm-hmm. era 
Yeah, I don't know. Well, Brian, we got to get to the homegrown news. I just want to say I, I put right, this, I put that trade in, and it would even out uh, salary wise with Kawhi for Kyrie. That would be nuts. That'd be wild. You heard it, you, you <laughs> you heard heard it here, here first, first at the Split Six podcast. I called the Camrell Anthony to OKC last year. Damn. So we'll see. Um, just makes sense. You know, I mean, Kawhi. Obviously, I don't. That's a really weird situation. Yeah, just if I, if have, I were the Pistons, I would. Not that they have anything they can do, but I would do anything to. Get, Reggie Jackson. I would trade the entire team. That not not that any of our salaries even work on our own team. But hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's 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 transition. While into we're the, talking about the in, Pistons, in, yeah. The big news, <laughs> big news of the week is Stan Van Gundy was fired as by, both president and coach. Yep, he is gone. I don't know why it took so long for them to do it, but they were. Uh, he met with Tom Gores and he was trying to convince him to step down as president. He wanted to keep him on as head coach. Yeah, I heard out of Stan Van Gundy's camp that he was down to do that. I heard he was. I heard he didn't want to. I don't know. Like step down as president. I I guess I guess we don't really know because we're all probably listening to what other people have told us. But, <laughs> um, but yeah. Either way, it's I'm glad it's a it's a. I don't know. I mean, at this point. The Pistons are fucked, I think. Dude, hold on. They they don't have a coach. <laughs> Reggie Jackson, Stanley Johnson, future picks for Kawhi Leonard straight up. Does that work? Yep. Reggie Jackson, Andre Drummond? Stanley Johnson. Oh, Stanley Johnson. Oh, even better. Yeah. I don't know if they do that. No, they wouldn't <laughs> do that. Why would anyone do that? I said future picks. Like, like Well, I guess like four first-round picks? You <laughs> no, can trade man. like... Didn't 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 Boston offer us four first round picks for where we drafted Stanley Johnson? No way they offered us four. Uh, ben Simmons, you know the writer Ben Simmons. No, you I, mean the Philly player? No, I'm pretty sure his name is. There's another Ben Simmons out there who's like a writer. Hmm. But he's he posted a tweet that said like, "Thank you, Stan Van Gundy, for." <laughs> passing up on four first round picks for Stanley Johnson, drafting Luke Kennard over Donovan Mitchell, and trading for the worst salary in basketball. See you later. Damn. <laughs> I don't know. Saying Blake Griffin's the worst salary in basketball is a stretch, dude. There are some bad, bad fucking salaries out there. It's up there, though. You can't. It, it, you, you could. If he stays you healthy. You can make a case. I don't know. I Like, I'm a biased Blake Griffin fan for sure, but it's like, dude, when he's healthy. He's top five forwards in the league. Like power in. That also might be a stretch. <laughs> Dude, three years ago he finished top three in MVP race. All right, well, behind yeah, Kawhi, behind. I'm not saying Blake Griffin's bad, uh, and I like having him on our team, but it does strap us into not having any options. Well, yeah, I mean that happened when we got Reggie Jackson too, and. Just Drummond's contracts, so that's why we gotta shed these contracts. You got John Lure here for thirty mil. Yeah, that's a terrible contract too. You got Langston Galway for the next three years for twenty one mil. <laughs> the Pistons are fucked. <laughs> that's getting to the point. It doesn't really matter who comes in here. We're probably fucked. We have a team that could probably at max make make it to the playoffs in like I don't think we can get probably higher than they maybe the fifth seed is as high as we could go. What about the, uh, the... We're not going to win a championship with this group. Unless we hit the lottery. I just love your pessimism. I just, don't, I just don't see it. I don't see how we can. 
Did you hear about the Reggie Jackson for Kemba Walker trade? I've heard about that, and I still don't think that that's going to push us better than any other team. You wouldn't even be psyched if we made the playoffs. I would be psyched. Yeah, I'm. I would. I, I would be happy. I'm. I'm dying for some meaningful basketball here in Detroit. But I think that honestly, as long as LeBron's in on in the East, we're not going to be able to beat him. I don't think anyone can, though. Why do we even talk about basketball when I'm here? Because it makes it sound like you're like, well, as long as the Warriors and LeBron are still alive, we shouldn't watch basketball because we all know they're going to play each other at the end. Uh, it's just, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, it's just happened the last three years. I can't see it stopping until LeBron leaves the Cavs or this insane Warriors team dismantles, which I believe should happen after next year. Isn't after next year they have to pay Clay or something? Yeah. And they can't? Dude, I feel like they have a lot of debt coming in soon because of just how much they paid. I don't understand how we probably are more over the cap than they are. Yeah. Let me let me just pull up the Warriors real quick. What's their It's name? probably because of our terrible, terrible contracts. <laughs> oh, my God. Their cap room's... No, dude. We're barely over the tax line. They're over the tax line by... 16 million dollars what is the t- what does the luxury tax even do <laughs> like i know that <laughs> that's what i'm saying like why can't everyone their cap room is negative 36 million dollars <laughs> they're owing people money <laughs> like, you know what they should keep doing that because they're probably making a shit ton of money from all these pop-up warrior fans that are going to be like including myself but that was before they were over the dude, tax like they have stephen curry for five years Thirty-four million dollars a year. Like seriously, though, honestly, how is anybody going to beat Boston in the East after they if they get those two players? Phil, I think Philly will be the only contender. You, Philly's needs another player. Well, yeah, they'll need like a LeBron James. Well, they're down three-one right now. How are they going to do it? Like, <laughs> yeah. dude, they're gonna they got Boston's beating them without two of the best players in the league. That's what I'm saying, man. It's not like they're just going to keep the same. It's not like they're going to rely on on yeah. Silva the entire time. They just keep the same Marco roster. Bellinelli's the same. <laughs> TJ McConnell's going to carry Philly. Uh, maybe they'll hire Stan Van Gundy as their new head coach. We got a form a fucking it... wall. <laughs> I did uh, like it, Stan Van. At least man. the Penguin is out of town. Who do you want? Quick, before we run out of time, who do you want as a new coach and new GM? Uh, GM, someone with experience, not what, like they were saying. You don't want Chauncey? Chauncey, like, I feel like he wants to do something because he was rumored with the Cavs, too. Mm -hmm. Like, I heard Brent Barry, too. I've heard, I don't know, not that I know any of these names except for Chauncey, but. Like, all former players, I don't know. Get someone with experience to be president and GM. Coach, uh, Mark Jackson, uh, Jason Kidd. What about Becky Hamill, or what is her name? Yeah. That's who I want. Bring some attention Fear here. Jeff Van Gundy. <laughs> yeah. All right, everybody. Uh, for one of the, we don't do this often, but we did just pause the podcast in between there. Bet you couldn't even tell. And it wasn't even for a piss break. <laughs> what we did do is, I just watched the music, the new music video by, is it? Did he release it or Donald Glover or Charles Gambino? His rap name is Charles Gambino. So is that what he released it off under? Yes. Okay. So, Donald Glover, Challenge Gambino, just released a music video called This Is America. Yep. Uh, just watched it. Um, pretty blown away by it. Uh, a I, lot to take in. 
I, I so on my the podcast I've been listening to lately, they've been talking about that, and I just still haven't gotten around to listening to it. But just now, and I don't. There is so much going on in it. Yeah, it's a lot to take in. You know, uh, it's Donald Glover, you know, shirtless dancing and then shooting people, and after he shoots people, every time he says, "This is America." and shit just goes crazy yeah i don't know it's uh there, musically parts of the song i really like like oh yeah when you said so it opens up with trayvon's martin dad you said that's what i read that it's like trayvon martin's dad playing the guitar mm-hmm. but i i can't what a I, little groovy piece right there yeah it's uh the production on it's so great and it's like playing this beautiful little piece and donald glover's all dancing like really swiftly coolly gets a smile on his face and then all of a sudden pulls out a gun and shoots him in the head then it, it drops to the this is america part which is just pretty shocking i mean i don't know i haven't i haven't seen a music video like of this much what feels like importance after this first watch in forever it feels like yeah i i'm trying to pull it up right now but i heard like all the, even the stances and the facial expressions he did are like yeah i noticed a few of them yeah it was that when the, when there's like a chorus of people singing, did it say, "Black man, get your money"? Is that what they're yeah. singing? Yeah. Grandma told me, "Get your money, black man." Yeah, I don't know. It's wild. We, I need to watch that a few more times before I can really dive into it. Yeah, like, yeah, it's a it's through the eyes of a Jim Crow historian, like breaks down. I guess this. I guess there's a lot of like Jim Crow references in uh-huh. this or something. It's supposed, I don't know. It's crazy Dude, though. It's like, nice to see this future egod keeping everything real and doing important work. Rather I feel than honored just, to have seen him. Live. Right. We were just we we were just talking about LeBron James. Hey, we should start putting Donald Glover in this category because he's about to be in this new solo movie. What does he already have? Is, what does it to become an egod? You got to have an Emmy. Um, Academy Award and what's the other thing you need? Golden Globe, Tony. What there's so there's music, TV, and movie. What is Emmy for? TV, TV, Grammy, Grammy. Yeah. So I think he has an Emmy. I think he was robbed from getting a Grammy last year for um, because the internet or Wake what, My what's Love. The, what's his Awake My Love? Yeah. And I mean, he's young. I'm sure he'll get a get an academy award one day yeah i mean you can just yeah. tell watching that music video how into it this guy is you know he's a dad wow i just found that out today what the hell can't <laughs> this guy do right he can raise kids he can not many people could do that <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh i don't know this guy seems supremely talented and i'm and i'm like just getting to even know who he is like within a year Dude. so i'm excited to dive into more of him because he started off did he, he he started off actually on the bro rape thing right because mm-hmm. <laughs> like what is that's like over a decade ago probably yeah that He's, i first watched watched that and i loved that video when i was younger but yeah he was on community wrote for 30 rock and was just rapping on the side he has a stand-up special on i think it's still on netflix seriously what can he do then yeah he's like you know the white Justin Timberlake, but better. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not that into Justin Timberlake. Or I mean so, the sorry, black Justin Timberlake. 
because you know just Justin Timberlake straight up already black. black. <laughs> <laughs> Don't well, put on the ground, my dogs go nuts. Well, sorry, kidding. but uh, Donald Glover has said in past raps that he is the whitest black guy you'll ever meet. <laughs> uh, yeah, well. I don't know. I, I I need to watch that more before I can actually get back to you guys and tell you if, what if, I think. If he goes on, he's going on tour, but he's not coming here yet, at least. But if he does, we gotta go because I've seen him twice, and like he always uses the live band too. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like the music he's putting out now oh, would be so much interesting. So I've so never crazy. seen like a hip hop or rap show uh, ever in my life. They're so. fun, man. They're fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's right, a good well, time. I would be down to go, especially if it was him. Yeah, he's a good guy, you know. He's playing Lando. He just hosted SNL. Yeah. Oh my God, this new Star Wars movie. Heck. Holy heck. Um, I, I hope it's good. Oh, I it's going to be feel, good. They got Hobie Doyle as Han Solo. I just feel like the trailers I've seen. I'm sorry, and I also apologize for all these dogs in the background. Uh, we got dogs. we got we got too excited and we stomped the ground and they got they went nuts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, That'll happen. Yeah, so this new Star Wars movie, Brian. Yeah. Uh, so you you have high hopes for it. Oh yeah. Nice. I I feel like it's I don't know I just have a feeling it's not going to be as good as everyone thinks it's going to be. Really? It I looks amazing. I don't know why. I just feel that way. It looks really it's cool. A little inkling I have. It got Amelia Clark and Woody Harrelson and Donald Glover. I know. And I know. Hobie Doyle. All that looks great. I just not buying this new Han Solo. Dude, it's going to be hard to match Harrison Ford. Well, obviously, <laughs> but they got the kid from Hail Caesar who played Hobie Doyle. I've never seen the movie and I don't know who Hobie Doyle is, but it sounds uh, like a really stupid name. Dude, the only reason he got this role is because of that movie. <laughs> it's the only movie. It's it's the movie they got. It. He stole the show. He stole the show from George Clooney. Uh, well, I mean, uh, I, I hope and so. And Channing Tatum. I, I've, it's, I feel like I've laxed on my uh movie opinions lately because i've liked more movies that i've seen recently than i haven't but i also have been going to less movies yeah as all you split sixers know that listened last week i did like infinity wars and brian i was talking to him before we recorded, <laughs> he was a little disappointed in that yeah man i we you remember when we said i can't remember what movie it was that we saw was it a quiet place and they played a trailer before that or something uh, probably. We saw a quiet place. Go, yeah, right? I I feel like that was it. But like, wait, I didn't. Did I? See, oh yeah, I did see it with you. Yeah, and Chris Kells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, yeah, they played a trailer of that, and I think you said you're like, damn, I just hope they kill everybody at the end of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and they did. And they do. <laughs> Spoiler alert! Sorry. <laughs> it's been two weeks though. Come on, get your life together. <laughs> right um but yeah we went, talked about that too much last week so we got to move on from that <laughs> good <laughs> <laughs> well we oh westworld ah westworld what a transition <laughs> what a transition we can, we we need to be nominated for uh golden globe for that do they give those the podcast where's our emmy give us an emmy where's our emmy we have never made a video but whatever Maybe Radio Emmys. <laughs> um, yeah, so Westworld. Brian, they're in their second season. It is nothing like the first season. Other- they're on an island. What? They're on an island. I don't know if you heard that in the very first episode. No, I didn't actually. 
of, of the series or this season? Of the season. Where it's the... um, What's the fucking guy's name? He's the balding guy. Like the tall, like Swedish looking guy. Who's like the director of shit. Wait, the the... The guy that was... He's a new character in the show. And I honestly don't he's know a, what you're talking he's about. He's a white guy and he's just white like white guy, go- tall, balding. Is he Oh Um wait, is he from the past? Nah, he's like it's after all the shit went down and like they're okay. securing the island and they're securing the park. Okay. And he's with Bernard. Oh, is he pretty insignificant? Does he die or something? No. It's this guy, Gustav Sigurdsson. He's the brother of Pennywise. I don't fucking know. Anyways, go Damn, on. Damn, dude. Well, I I... it's like the first scene he's in, he literally just, he's talking to some army people and they're all Asian. Okay. And he, and he just goes, yeah, well, I'm the director here or something like that. And he's like, so get these guys off my island. Oh. And so I was reading like some Reddit thing and it was like saying how this takes place in like like not the present day like not 2018 but obviously a far distant future where it's like china has like yeah. some more control over islands and some sea and they were like like saying like all this crazy shit about how it's like going to come back to like the chinese government might own the park or i was like uh, you know you reddit know dives you go deep in on shit and it's I like i feel like that makes sense to this last episode Oh, you're referring to the uh, the samurai coming out of the woods. That and more, more, <laughs> more importantly, the the lady that uh, was being chased by the tiger. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That showed up at the beach at the end. Yeah, yeah. When she was in like the Indian park. So what if this whole amusement park is just a giant island where there's sections sec- segmented off to each like because there's Westworld, there's Shogun World, which we've heard from wherever this is based off of exists, and then there was. The one where they were shooting Rare Animal World, they were just showing us. There's maybe there's a bunch of different parks. Oh yeah, all there on is. one island that's just segmented off, and that would make a lot more sense. Yeah, they like. I thought they established that like the last episode when they go in and it's like. Right. I did. I guess I didn't realize that they were all on the same island. Oh yeah. And that it, I, I no. I guess I didn't realize that it was an island and not just like a walled off park. Yeah. But, yeah. What's... So that makes sense. You know, anytime there's an island in a show. It always gives me an erection, so. Yeah, they're just on the island of Lost. That's the thing. Oh my gosh, if there's a black smoke monster in this. Dude, so what's going on with uh, the man in black and how he uh, created that entire like lake or whatever? You remember last season how it was Anthony Hopkins? Is that his name? Yeah. Like was creating old, a, old new, a new uh, storyline? Right. And it turned out the storyline was, spoiler alert, like, him getting killed. Right. Mm-hmm. And you thought it was all, like, the machines, like, digging dirt up. Oh, okay. But you, that was actually about... Teddy, or not Teddy, uh, William. William's creation, because yeah. he, like, bought stock right. in the park. So he mm-hmm. just, like, put that in. And now they're going back to that place. Yeah, I don't... It, like, well, what's it, going on there? It's a weapon, right? Yeah, that's what they keep saying. It's like, there's... What? Where are we going? Oh, to my biggest mistake. <laughs> what, so, what weapon could Dolores utilize? They're all going to what do they call it? the the plains or something? The plains beyond. Yeah. So it's 
well, whatever it is, it's something Dolores can utilize to stop. I think it's something, honestly, I think it's something that Anthony Hopkins, like, put in. It's his, he's like, yeah, you guys got to go to the plains beyond to find this weapon that fucking William put in 30 years ago. Yeah. I, like, she doesn't, I don't think she has free will. Oh my gosh, I really hope it's the, uh little donkey wheel you gotta turn underneath the lost island to travel it through <laughs> <laughs> they just go back in time and they go back to actual the actual wild wild west dude <laughs> and that's how all westerns were created because the wild wild west was nothing like that it's just a big time loop because time is a flat circle there's matthew mcconaughey he's back there too because he went through carcosa dude <laughs> We just have to connect every TV show we like together. You know, wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't that be great if somehow there was a big plan with the writers, the original two writers, the writers of the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> the only people who... <laughs> they kept passing it along to every, anyone that was allowed to write that eventually everything connects back to one. That'd be so gnarly. That's a conspiracy theory. We gotta try to start the split six conspiracy theory. You remember that one episode we did completely <laughs> dedicated to conspiracy? Yes, I've done a few. <laughs> uh, well, we're starting that. Everything is connected. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Everything is connected. How does man? Family Guy fit into this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the writer of Family Guy was in a shitty western. And westerns, all and westerns was, are connected to West. He was probably <laughs> singing in it because Seth MacFarlane only sings. That's true. He did actually put out a pretty decent record. I'd never ever want to hear that. I don't it's care not how good bad. you say it is. You know, he just really tried to be like Frank Sinatra, and it was just like oh, I can appreciate that. If I want to listen to Frank Sinatra, I'm going to listen to Frank Sinatra. Go, and if guess I'm going to listen to Frank Sinatra, I'm going to listen to Dean Martin. The only time I listen to Frank Sinatra. Is when I'm drunk with Cruck. With Cruck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we gotta drink bourbon. Cruck, it's three in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> New York. <laughs> All right, I know what I'm doing tonight. <laughs> Cruck, where are you at? Oh, wait, is this on speakerphone? I'm sorry. Dude. Um, so back, back to Westworld. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so the season so far, it's been completely different thematic wise. Like it's just much more of, uh, these violent ends have, or these violent delights have violent ends. It's much more of the violent ends part. Yeah. It's no longer about them trying to find consciousness. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, we're just assuming that they realize, but it's really like only Dolores, and then oh, I feel bad for not remembering her name. Oh, the Maeve. The, yeah, yeah, like the one who's much better. Yeah, like I think she might be fully awake. Yeah, I still I think Dolores is like on script. I could see that. That could be a big twist at the end. Yeah, I refuse to look up any theories. Did you see what they did? No. The writers of Oh wait, are you talking Jonathan Nolan like trolled people? Like the Rickroll they did? Yeah. I heard about that. That was fucking great. I heard he <laughs> I also, talked about that on the podcast, but that was fucking he great. He also put out like a twenty minute video, like and it's just like a black and white video of a cat playing with yarn or something. It's so, like <laughs> it's, there's like a two minute intro of him like saying he's gonna like 
release the storyline and like all these spoilers but it's like it's like gonna dive into a giant interview about it but it just cuts off and it's a cat playing with yarn <laughs> what are you doing i didn't i honestly didn't know what rick rolling was until uh, i watched that video you then i looked up i was like why is this rick rolling <laughs> i was like oh i get it now dude um but yeah so this season so far three episodes three episodes in right yes um so i think early takes the show of all time no <laughs> <laughs> uh far from it but you know i mean it's it's early in the show the first season i thought was great yeah uh this season we'll see i mean it, i don't really love the opening title screen no, i like no. i like the the first season a Wait, little better the same no they changed some of the shots on it oh i'm I guess I'm just only thinking of the music and the piano player. That's the only things I really... Yeah, like there are different shots. Remember. Like they end it with this weird cowboy hat float and it's like, who wears a cowboy hat in that <laughs> show anyway, you know? Right. Um, yeah, so it, apparently it's diving into different worlds. Like we said, Shogun World should be happening at the end of this episode um, with the samurai apparently, we yeah. assume. And then yeah. we just had, I think it was called Raj World. Yeah, where it was like, it was in India. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was crazy. Right. Like, I didn't know if that was in the past at first. Right, I yeah, thought I that was either. like so That was, opening scene was great. Yeah, I thought that was like going to come back. Like, I thought it was going to come back at the end, but I thought like in later episodes, because it was like taking place in the past. So but that was nuts. In so. the beginning, when she says like, we have to know if you're a real, not a host, and yeah. this won't hurt if it's real. And then it shoots like a beanbag at him. Yeah. Does the gun like have two separate chambers to shoot? That's what I was thinking, man. It's like thinking back to the first season when Ed Harris gets shot by Teddy. Ed Harris? The man in black. Old William. Is that his name? That's the actor's name, yeah. Isn't Ed Harris the guy from The Office and The Hangover? Oh, wait. Maybe it's... No. <laughs> Ed Norris? Ed Harris, I'm pretty sure, is Andy from The Office. No, nah, man, it's right here. Am I wrong? Yeah, you're, they, you're very wrong. I, well, <laughs> hold on, who is Andy from The Office? Ed Harris is right there. There's got to be another Ed Harris then. <laughs> nah, man. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, go on, we'll hype your view wrong. Um, yeah, like, he got shot four times by Teddy in season one. And then it's like... He could take Teddy's gun and just shoot him with it and kill him. You know? Yeah. Is there a real Ed Harris? Um, That's not old like this Ed Harris? This one, I mean, I might, maybe I have the name wrong. Because, so the first thing that comes up is the Office 720 Ed Harris interview. Um, but is then, that his name in the Office? No, his name is Andy. <laughs> yeah, okay. Then there's Ed Harris Wikipedia and... Pull it up. That's the guy you're talking about. Hell yeah, it is. Truman Show. Apollo 13. Uh, Andy the Office. <laughs> oh, we got it. We got it. We got it. We got Stew from that. <laughs> There's a Wikipedia page for his character. Who plays him? <laughs> Ed Helms. My bad. Ed Helms, of course. EH. EH, man. They'll get you. I was close, everybody. But yeah, I lost. Brian, you get to break one thing in this room. I'm just kidding. No, you don't. How about your <laughs> fucking face? Shout out to Limp Biscuit. <laughs> yeah, speaking of Limp Biscuit, that moves on to our next topic. 
What's up with Limp Biscuit? I'm just kidding. That's not a topic. <laughs> uh, that's funny though. Do you have any other thoughts on New Girl? Oh, I just <laughs> finished uh, season six. Oh, that's good. I just watched yeah. the episodes that of season seven today, the newest ones. Well, I haven't. Want, want some spoilers? All right, we're gonna spoil it up for Brian. I'm just Come kidding. On, we're not. Uh, I didn't like. Uh, no, I liked how season six ended, but I was just like, "This is really dramatic." <laughs> you know why they ended it like that? It's because they weren't renewed, and they thought that might be the end of the show. Oh wow! And then they pleaded with the uh, creators and the network to let them do one last season. That's why it's only eight episodes this season, and it takes place four years in yeah. the future. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what. I swear to God, if it starts out with Schmidt and Cece having a miscarriage, I'll fucking kill myself. <laughs> um, I'll tell you what, though. I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm just going to say. They have a miscarriage? They they, <laughs> they could have done better. It's been it's Well, been that's okay. a relief. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's you know, like you because you watch you watch New Girl until this season, yeah, right? yeah, and you notice like it did start taking like the beginning of New Girl is was, one of the funniest things on TV. It's great, yeah. Like we, me and Melissa were rewatching it, and I couldn't I couldn't stop laughing. And then it yeah. gets to the point where it's like okay, right after Coach leaves, yeah, then it starts getting like terrible, dude. Like that fucking Prince episode though, yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you mean you never been turned on by gas mileage? once <laughs> when was this <laughs> i don't know it was a thursday thursday <laughs> schmidt's just facial expressions just judging him for being erect <laughs> while getting good gas mileage like okay so let me try to explain this next season to you without telling you anything so you will like it if you stuck out new girl to watch the whole thing you will like it if you've seen it but like if you were to watch this standalone what do you mean like let's say you like you're just turning on the TV and watching New Girl. Oh yeah, like I I was watching that on Netflix, man. No, I know. I'm saying like if someone, like if you you could pick an episode like in season one, two, or three of New Girl, watch it individually without knowing anything, and it would still be hilarious and great. Probably. But this season, no. You only no. like you're only into it because you love the characters yeah. and Dang. and you've, gr- you've kind of you've kind of grown with them. It's kind of funny, but you can tell that the writing is just not the greatest. But, but still, love the show. Recommend it to you everyone. You know what really made me sad of the progression throughout the show is getting rid of the fucking opening title sequence. Yeah, I know. Like, I've been what? waiting for them. Honestly, I've been waiting for them to put it back for this season. And, and spoiler alert: hey they haven't girl, put it back. Watch you doing? Hey girl, where? Who's that girl? Who's that girl? It's, it's Jess. Jess. Yeah. Uh, it's just seamless, great. perfect. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> when are you gonna hear that again? We'll have to pull that drop out for next episodes that we talk about new. <laughs> Which will Please. probably only be like two more, because I think there's only two more episodes left for for me at least. Damn. Which does make me shed a slight tear yeah. because. It is a show that I've watched from the day I watched it on the debut. It debuted. Wow. Yeah. No, I only got into it because somebody recommended it, and uh, that episode where Cece and Schmidt spoiler got married, it was like, yeah, that was heavy, man. Dude, True American, first time. I would love great. to play it sometime. I have played it. 
How do you even play it? I feel like the rules change every time. It's like playing Charlie McDennis. I played, I played it with Chris Kelsey and Dave Dave K and and like what? ten other people at my house. Chris broke um, one of my st- one of my things <laughs> <laughs> uh, from throwing a beer can. <laughs> why, why was not Dylan, Dylan won. It was before your time. Dylan was before, Dylan before won because knew he knew he was gonna lead a strike. There was like we had the castle. Dylan had to like we had it set up four shots and a Bud Light Platinum. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan drank four shots in a Bud Light Platinum and then took a swig out of the Jack Daniels bottle and won. We kind of made up our own rules a little bit. Dylan, you fucking hero. Dylan, you savage. I, I hope, I'm glad you're not listening because you'd make me delete this podcast for me saying that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh... <laughs> you I don't know what's more... <laughs> I don't know what's more savage. Leading an entire statewide strike or, <laughs> or winning taking tr- four... <laughs> Or winning True American. Four shots and a Bud Light Platinum. <laughs> Four shots and a Bud Light Platinum is fucking sick, bro. Yeah, gross. But you did it, Dylan. Imagine you if are... you ripped a vape after you know what, that. You know what the thing is? Dylan is a true... It would be four vapes, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan is a true American. We can all agree. Yeah, he is. He's a good guy. How do we get on this Dylan rant? What's going on? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. We're drinking 8% peers. That's probably what's happening. <laughs> Woo. Uh, all right. Anything else you're watching? Um. Well, I, I told you about Barry earlier. If yeah, you guys aren't... It's only tell, eight episodes. Tell me more about it. So it's written and starring... Um, Bill Hader. Bill Hader, yeah. Don't be a Bill Hader. Cap- Captain Hollywood, right? I think, yeah. I think he I think he played that in the roast of Oh yeah. <laughs> he's just an old Jewish guy. <laughs> Dude, he's hilarious. He was great on SNL and it's just a dark comedy where he plays this assassin who's a former Marine who's depressed. Okay. And he wants to be an actor because he goes to LA. <laughs> and he like tries to kill his, he tries to kill uh, some Chechnyans. But then he like <laughs> it, it it's just this thing that happens then like he becomes like, this guy just texts him all the time, and he sends him emojis, and it's just so funny. Like, all the little scenes in this show are so hilarious. It's on its first season, right? Yeah, it already got renewed for a second season. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, like, it's, it's on all, HBO, right? Yeah, eight episodes, too, but it's like, it's... The last episode was really dark, but it's it's dark but funny, because he's just like... That's the best. He's like, yeah, I think I just want to try something new, and his, his like, contractor's like... And you want to be an actor? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, I just think I could be really good at it. And his acting, te- his acting coach is just a fucking dick. Like, <laughs> really? Like, this is you think you're good at this? It's just, uh, in, uh, the fucking Silicon Valley. You should watch that. I know everyone tells me to, and I want to. You know, I don't know. I just really, it's really hard for me to get into non-fantasal fan fan. Watch Fantasy it. Stuff. Just watch it. All oh, right. and uh, didn't you want to talk about Arctic Monkeys? Oh, yes. I just want to warn everybody and prepare everybody that Tranquility Base Hotel and Casino, the follow-up to the Arctic Monkeys 2013? 14? No. 15? It's either 12 or 13. 17? 24. AM. Uh, <laughs> AM. The follow-up releases on Friday. Good thing you reminded me. <laughs> uh, I already got it pre-ordered on vinyl. I think they'll email me the uh, the, soon. the digital download soon. Alex Turner will hand deliver it to you. Yeah, thanks for Elton. I've seen I don't know some. If he sounds like that, but that's 
I've seen some articles that I haven't read that are titled titled Alex Turner goes to the moon and back from this for this new album. They have played some of their songs on some pop up shows that they've done. We're going to that show, right? I haven't paid. I'm going, yeah. I haven't paid Cruck money because I asked him to buy yeah. me a ticket. It's it's Melissa's favorite band, and she would do anything to go see Alex Turner as close as possible. What about Matt Helders, the agile beast on drums? Uh, no, I don't think she gives a shit. I think she. Dude, just wait till you see the agile beast. I hear he's phenomenal. <laughs> I, I've seen the Arch Monkeys before. Yeah, you saw them open for Black Keys. Yeah, yeah. Go to hell. <laughs> it was great. It was, they were, every time I've seen the Black Last time they ever opened for a band. <laughs> every single time I've ever seen the Black Keys, whoever their opener has been, has been amazing. I mean, Florence in the Machine. I heard uh, she just put out a new Cage single. the Elephant. Like, <laughs> the Black Keys know how to pick their openers, let's just That's say That's true. That. But they are in hiatus right now. But uh, I'm super pumped for this album. I think it's going to be great. I heard, I did hear that it could be an, it almost was an Alex Turner solo album. Wow. Which kind of makes me more excited because it's just like completely his project. I was listening to their older stuff recently. Like he's, they're just, they're really talented, man. Yeah. No. Yeah. He's different and he's. It's weird to see. You know, AM's like the. Biggest selling vinyl ever. Really? Beer number three. Power. I didn't know that. The president grabbed me. He's still out here grabbing people, eh? It That's may not. It may not be ever, but it's the biggest one. Like it. I feel like it kind of did put vinyl back on the map. It did, yeah. Because that was every video too was just it was just everybody's aesthetic back then. All right. Well, Are you? Oh. I'm a puppet on a string, chasing islands, time traveling, time in a deep aches. What about? Do I wanna know? If this feeling blows both ways. Down, down, down. <laughs> All right, we gotta talk about politics. We can't skip this segment again. Oh, can we? There is so much to talk about, guys. There's so much to talk about. I just cut the Iran deal. <laughs> Donald Trump, what are you doing here? <laughs> um, Sorry to butt in. So, well, we should probably start as we always do. Just got to give me a second. Brian, how are you feeling about the political segment of this podcast recently? Oh, man. I I don't know, man. I just try to ignore it, you know. Just, there's just too much going on. Yeah, uh, there is a lot going on. But I heard, I I haven't really read into this Iran deal lately, but here I saw that the, uh, some Iranian politicians burned an American flag and were screaming death to America. Did you see that video? What? Yeah. Who was screaming death to America? Iranians? Iranian politicians. Oh really? That's yeah, that's really professional. Yeah, like in like a room where like where they just meet to talk about politics. You know, we will we will get to the Iranian Iran nuclear deal right after we start with the segment we always start with these days, and it is Trump tweets. Oh god! So I'm going to read some to you, and you're going to have to react. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't follow this guy, so it's. I do, and it's just so I can see them. Um, here we go. 13 hours ago. The fake news is working overtime. Just reported that despite the... 
Just reported that despite the tremendous success we were having with the econ- economy and all things, all, all things else. Wait, hold on. I had to read that sentence again. Just reported that, comma, despite the tremendous success we were having with the comedy and all things else. Is that, is that, that makes sense? No. 91%, per, <laughs> 91% of the network news about me is negative. Fake. <laughs> Wait, that was 13 hours, <laughs> well, 13 uh, hours ago? I'm not, How, I'm not even done reading this. Oh my God. I, I, everyone, I, I asked. Wait, I the asked, fake news was reported. <laughs> I asked for a radio, just calm down and let me, let, let me read this. It's a say percent beer. <laughs> From Donald A. Trump at Real Donald Trump 14 hours ago. The fake news is working overtime, period. Just reported that, comma. Despite tremendous success we are having with the economy and all things else, comma. 91% of the network news about me is negative, parentheses, fake, period. <laughs> why Why do we work so hard in working with the media when it is so corrupt, question mark? Takeaway credentials, question mark? Okay, so he is legitimately saying that news about him that is negative is, is fake is fake this you know what this sounds like uh fucking dictator <laughs> fucking yeah exactly this sounds this sounds exactly like propaganda yeah saying that a negative opinion about you is a fake opinion no that is kim jong un hermit country we're going to become one what the fuck is this okay well, we got to move on all right, Candace Owens of Turning Point USA is having a big impact on our politics in the country. She she represents an ever-expanding group of very smart thinkers. <laughs> and that, 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 was, <laughs> that was in parentheses. <laughs> what? And it is wonderful to watch and hear the dialogue going on. Dot, dot, dot. So good for our country, exclamation point. I don't know what that thinkers I wish you, like I wish I had the capability of, like, not being so biased to one view yeah. to where I could just like really play devil's advocate and just be like, dude, I'll tell you what he meant by that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean this one... Because I can't coherently just try and even for argument's sake defend whatever the hell he's trying to say. <laughs> I mean, this one, I don't, even, I don't really know who Canon Sowens is, um, to be honest. I I probably know what her thing is, but I don't. I I mean, this tweet doesn't make sense to me. Just it's just funny that he puts thinkers in quotation marks. Anyways, that's the you, thing. It's like, why don't you just hire someone to tweet out your thoughts for you? Uh, he would never do that. That's the thing. Why? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's one about North Korea. I am pleased to inform you that Secretary of State Mike Pompeo is in the air. On his way back from North Korea with the three wonderful gentlemen that everyone is looking forward, looking so forward to meeting. They seem to be in good health. Also, good meeting with Kim Jong Un. Date and place set. We'll get to that later. There's nothing. There's not really much to criticize there. Or <laughs> those three great guys that everybody's gonna meet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Secretary Pompeo and his guests will be landing in Andrews Air Force Base at 2 a.m. this morning. I'll be there to greet them. Very exciting. The <laughs> I'm so fucking ready to greet these guys. <laughs> I just snorted a lot of coke. <laughs> uh, and this is uh, three hours ago. That last one was thir- three, 13 hours ago. The failing New York Times criticizes the Secretary of State Pompeo for being AWOL missing when in fact he was flying to North Korea. Fake news. So bad. 
That's a thing. Like that's the one. Did that happen? I don't. Like I was just gonna go to the like the fake. It's like, dude, you're trying to create like a one source media thing by just discrediting every. All right. Here's the thing. If if between the time Trump tweeted out that Secretary Pompeo was flying to uh, Korea to pick up these North Korea. If, it, if for some reason the New York Times said that he was AWOL, then yeah, that I guess could be fake news. But I don't know that they did that, and I would find it very ridiculous if they did. Why would they do that then? Yeah, you know, so sense. so I believe it's I believe that uh, he's like looking forward to meeting the hostages. <laughs> no, no longer in parentheses at two a.m. Okay, so let's start with this, Korea. North Korea, it seems like, is going to get rid of their nuclear program or halt all their testing. At least. I heard they, I heard they specifically said that Trump's not to thank for it. Yeah. Um, is that true? Or... I, I, I mean, I wouldn't, th- if I was North Korea, I wouldn't thank him. I would say I could see how it is his doing from putting sup- supreme pressure and like the fact that he probably like he, I mean I've talked to you about nuclear but like I think I, like. I think I read something that like North Korea said like we we don't want to give him credit just so you know so, <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to shit on Trump for getting North North Korea to denuclearize not that that's exactly what they're doing because we have not met with them yet and all they have officially said is sorry my computer is going nuts uh, it's getting hot oh yeah it is. <laughs> Um, but so all they've officially said is that they are going to stop testing. That's good. Which either means that they're done testing or their facilities can't handle another test or they've completed, uh, building a nuclear bomb. Oh, well, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even think of that third option. (laughs) Either way, it's probably fine because, you know, you know, my opinion on nuclear bombs, no one is going to use them. They are just a deterrent for a country for another country entering yours. That's the thing. But what if somebody just doesn't give a fuck, like Kim Jong Un or Donald Trump? Yeah, like yeah, that's oh where fuck it. it I'm scary. gonna die anyway. So, but Kim Jong Un agreeing to these terms and meeting, actually shaking hands for the first time and stepping onto South Korean soil as the first that is North nuts. Korean dictator or prime minister. I don't know what you, I don't know what you call it, dickhead. Dickhead, <laughs> you uh, step he on. heard it. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck these Americans. So I think <laughs> um, President Moon from South Korea is nice name. Is is a lot to uh, thank for all this because he's been super willing to work with South Korea and realizes that it's imp- like like I always say in this podcast, it's more important to listen to what somebody else is saying than for somebody else to listen to what you're saying, and. That's what's happening there. Because all, what does North Korea want? You think they want to just destroy the world? Yeah. <laughs> I think they want to be recognized and they want to be helped and they want to be appreciated. And Kim Jong-un does not want his power to be taken away. And you know how you do that? How you, how you stop all that stuff? You build a nuclear bomb because mutual assured destruction. Words I've muttered countless times in this podcast. That's 
that's how you get to where North Korea got to. And that's how you get like, like now it's going to be Trump's going to meet with them. And as long as Kim Jong-un is, is able to manipulate Donald Trump, like it is so easy to, <laughs> then he, all, he he's going to get all of his economic sanctions lifted. All, I, all he has to do is get rid of a nuclear program and all he needs from Donald Trump is to say, don't invade me. That's it. Which is great. And Which Donald is Trump, good. Donald Trump should be commended for stopping, even if, I don't agree with the way he did it, because the way he did it is scary and causes terror in a lot of people. Saying like that he might attack them if they don't stop. Like, I don't agree with that. But, the end result. Yeah, that's a reckless. <laughs> it working. I'll fuck you up, bro. <laughs> right. You know, like, like me going out and telling somebody, like, if you don't stop doing that shit, I'm gonna beat the fuck out of you. <laughs> and him deciding on 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 his own accord to stop because he doesn't want to get beat the fuck out. It shouldn't really be commend commending on me, because it could have been really terrible had. It escalated. Can you think of that alternative timeline that exists in some parallel universe where World War Three did break out? Like from the Cold War or from this one? From this one. No, I don't think it would have ever broke out. Like there's no infinite timeline anywhere? (laughs) I don't... I mean... Not even for argumentative sake? (laughs) For argumentative sake... Just never would have happened. It could have. Yeah, it could have. Like... Someone There's infinite possibilities in the universe, like, except that one. I think the Cold War... Because Donald Trump's the greatest guy. I think out of all the infinite possibilities that could have happened from the Cold War, Dude. we are living in the one. Yeah. That didn't cr- break out. Like, that's the craziest shit. Like, I read that every now and then, just to be like, that's like, crazy. I could have been born in the actual movie, The Road. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Dude, my favorite book of all time. I didn't really like the movie. I didn't read the book. Oh, dude, I love the book. It was the first book I almost cried at. Does, uh... It's pretty exact. But, like, does he write in that way where he doesn't use quotation... Yeah, dude. Oh, wait. No, he uses quotation marks. Okay, because I, I think I, he wrote uh, No Country for Old Men. Yeah. Which is one of my favorite Cormac movies. Cormac McCarthy, right? Yeah. And, like, I, I think I picked up a copy, and there's, like, no, like, quotation marks. or like no, He wrote that book, at least, in a weird style. I I'm think. sorry. I, what I meant, what I thought you were getting at was, like, they don't ever have names. It's just the man and the boy. Oh, no, but it's, like, dialogue. Like there's still dialogue. Yeah. I think, I, I mean, I, it's, it, I, didn't, I haven't read it since ninth grade, but I, I, I would have I remembered if it wasn't. I might read that because the book I, or the movie I didn't really like. But like, sorry to change that. No, story. it's okay. Like in the Cold War, like there was like at one point, literally, there were like a flock of birds flying towards Russia. That for some reason, the system they had, the computer system, said that there were no. nukes, nukes being launched. Yeah, but the what, what's the guy's name? I don't know. This guy he thought saved uh, the world. Yeah, and he's like, he thought it was like one singular missile, mm-hmm. and he's like, that would be illogical to right. fire one when you could fire dozens or however many right so we just didn't do anything yeah and they were just like oh yeah it's nothing and he literally saved the yeah entire... because like there, he saved there are, the universe there are like automatic response weapons that should go up whenever you know automatic re- re- retaliation things which is 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 why nuclear weapons are scary 
super scary because if you launch one, people launch them back, especially in USA and Russia, the two biggest stockpiles of nuclear weapons. <laughs> if you type in who saves the world on Google, he comes up. Okay. See, told you. Stens- you told me. Zilov Petrov. Pet- Petrov? I don't know. There's a movie about him, like, or documentary. But, uh, yeah, that so, shit's crazy, which is which which brings us to the Iran nuclear deal. Yeah. Or Iran, Iran. I don't know. Iran. I, it's Iran. It, it's pronounced properly in a different language. So they do say that the 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 worse you are pronounce, pronouncing it, the more Republican you are. I have heard. <laughs> which, which which way is the right way <laughs> probably iran that's probably the closest uh english pronunciation uh, i say it iran iran i did say iran or iran iran i don't know what i said i said probably said iran but whatever nevada or nevada niger or <laughs> <laughs> C- come on man <laughs> Oh, sorry, that's not my joke. I heard it on the podcast. <laughs> um, uh, but hopefully, uh, by not two other white guys. <laughs> I mean, it was a well-respected podcast joking about Donald Trump. So, hey, that's what we do. Are we well-respected yet? <laughs> I think so. I mean, we we've been doing this for fifty-eight episodes. I got him <laughs> hope we're at least semi-respected. It's been eighty-four years. I'm I'm trying to get verified on Twitter. Dude, that'd be I, tight. I want to actually. I'm not trying, but <laughs> anyways. <laughs> so the Iran nuclear deal, the USA has pulled out of it. Um, yeah, this is not a good idea. Every other country that is in the deal is was really trying to get us to stop, and we're. And I'm not telling you it's like this greatest, the greatest deal of all. Yeah, time. like I heard it's like. Like, looking back, like, you're not going to be like, oh, shit, that's what Obama was fighting for and all that? Like, that's not Honestly, the best, though, but it's like, damn, dude, you shouldn't have pulled out of that. Right. I mean, you know my opinion on nuclear weapons. and you've Yeah, you've stated it. <laughs> like, I don't give a shit if you have them, because no one's going to use them. Especially if you only get one or two or ten. Can you imagine, like, an old... Wait, did I already say this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine an alternative timeline where we didn't talk about this? Could you imagine an alternative timeline when Split 6 doesn't exist? And what the fuck am I doing every Wednesday, Thursday, Monday, or Tuesday? What? You didn't even say Wednesday, did you? I started with Wednesday. What's today? Wednesday. <laughs> oh, God. Anyways, okay, so quickly my opinion on nuclear weapons is that no one's gonna use them. Um, the worst thing about them is that if like they some kill kind of people, a, some kind of a, yeah, they kill people. Like if somebody uses them, then that whole country is an, an idiot, and the whole country that attacks them is an idiot. People want them so their country doesn't get invaded. Yeah, I just ah man, what like what are the details in the Iran deal? So. The things that Trump doesn't like, from what yeah. I have heard, are that it expires after 15 years. Um, so he doesn't like that. It doesn't include ballistic missile testing. 
which I get that that's important uh, because you can't just build a nuclear bomb without building ballistic missiles. Like, at least in terms of USA's self-defense. Why can't we all just get along? Right. Um, well, we can't get along because... I, human I, being. I honestly don't know why we can't all get along. Um, We've been here too long to not know how to get along. Like, we're willing to meet with North Korea, some of the evilest people with very little motives on the Are planet. we not some of the evilest people? Well, I mean, I don't. We have the most nuclear weapons, the most stockpile yeah. of chemical weapons. That's fucked up. The biggest army by far. We're the most evil country on the face of the planet. I think. I mean, I don't. I don't know if that. Oh, true, dude! But I'm not saying that's a stretch either. Wait, I'm an undercover agent. No, I'm not. It's not like I'm not American. I was born in this country, and it's like, yeah, dude. To think that we're a great country is, I'm sorry, just not well, a we great are. thought. We are a great country, but... Not in the, not in a good way. <laughs> but, I mean, who's to say what's good? That's the thing. We are. That's a philosophical, philosophical right. question, then. Like, like, we are great as in the most powerful? Yeah, we're great in... Oh, wait, no, our... President does deny climate change. Yeah, we're terrible at climate change. <laughs> we're t- There's a lot of things we're bad at, but, you know, being good or bad is subjective. Yeah, I guess. Well, the only thing that matters really is power, and we have it all. <laughs> <laughs> so let me speak as a true American and say... Uh... <laughs> Hashtag true American. <laughs> Let's play. Yeah. Play with- um, Unless we'll get home, everything's broken. We're just standing on chairs. The floor is lava. What are you doing? <laughs> That'd be great. Um, but, but, no, but, I mean, it's... it's. I don't know, man. The like, only reason Iran wants... I keep saying Iran. I don't mean to. Iran wants nuclear say, weapons. Say whatever you want, man. Is, I, say, I say Mal. The only reason they want them is because they don't want to get invaded. Oh, yeah. They, like... Regardless of whether they deserve to get invaded or not. Because I'm not saying they don't... Well, no, I am saying they don't deserve to get invaded, but they deserve to treat their citizens better, and... Yeah, and it's tough to, like, even... I don't know. It's like everybody's been invading each other since the dawn of time. It's just human nature to... Except for the USA has not been invaded since the Revolutionary War. No, but, like, other countries have been invading each other. Like, yeah, we haven't been invaded since then, but, like... Everybody's been invading each other mm. since. Talk about a comeback story, though, from the United States. <laughs> just just being colonies and then all of a sudden turning into the Oi. most powerful nation in the world. Oh, you know what? I don't like these British folk. What you mean? I reckon we wrote a declaration. A declaration? One of independence. You know why we're so... You know why Make sure we... it's on hemp paper. <laughs> you know why we're the, king of, we're the king of movies? Because we have the richest of stories of every nation. Like, we true comeback story. Everyone yeah, loves a comeback story. But we've been kind of laxing lately, just kind of remaking the same shit. But, oh, like, yeah, no. I feel like the indie scene is, like, for movies, is getting crazy. It's going to take a, a, a strong country to overcome us. And I don't... I, I mean, I don't... My, my money's on Australia. Or New Zealand. Not on <laughs> Australia. Australia has deep problems. 
<laughs> no, I'm definitely moving to New Zealand. If anything goes haywire, like I hear New Zealand's the chillest place ever. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't think. I think my mind would be on China, or Russia. No, Russia's super super. Definitely, I China, China's crazy, dude. China will buy anything. They buy like the the highest played soccer player in the world plays in China. Yeah, no, China's also pretty fucked up. But... Yeah. It's just gray all the time. You gotta have a lot of a lot of space. Maybe, maybe you know, maybe Mexico can pull off a comeback. <laughs> Let's go Mexico. You know what? I know we at least got one viewer or listener down there. We're looking right at you. Do we? <laughs> if we do, please shout us out <laughs> and start the revolution. All right. right. So let me let me get back to serious talk with this Iran nuclear deal. So what? Everyone, oh, pulling out of the Iran nuclear deal. So everywhere, everywhere else, what you need to know, I'm France, China, the rest of Europe, they are gonna. They said they're gonna stay in, but we're gonna move out. And by us pulling out of it, it means we're going to reinforce the tariffs we have on Iran. And what that's going to do is put economic pressure on them. Like, so the reason Trump wants to do this, I, I, I think at least, is because. This kind of worked with North Korea. Like, we just put maximum economic pressure on North Korea, and now it looks like we're getting what we want. We're hmm. getting a, a denuclearized um, Korean peninsula, assuming that we meet Korea's demands, which will be a similar type of deal. Like when, are, when, are, when are they supposed to meet? Uh, they did set a date today, I believe. I don't know, but I believe it's in like within 90 days. Damn. But, so, Iran... Here's the thing. As every other country is on board except for the United States. Yeah, didn't Trump call it the worst deal? Oh yeah, one of the worst deals ever. This is like legitimately. I know deals. This one not good. You 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 know why he called it that? Because it was Obama's deal. Yeah, and this I didn't this want to is say it first. Clearly a case of somebody just hating anything Obama did. Yeah, it is bizarre how much he is like because i'm not to, gonna he's say to he's racist healthcare. but <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i don't even think it's that i think he's just by body he never showed me his birth certificate i got a, I got it in for him what do we know about trump he's got bad hair what do we know about the tv he watches fox news so we can probably it's safe to, <laughs> it's, it's probably safe to assume that he's been watching Fox News before he was president, and all Fox News does is left or, or sorry right wing propaganda the entire time, and if anything, so he was probably influenced on the, like everyone's influenced on where they get the news from. Yeah, definitely. That's no why doubt. it's important to get your news from places that cite their sources yeah. and have have like intellectual opinions based on what they are saying just got to watch the newsroom starring jeff daniels and you'll understand so we can assume trump learned everything from there and that's why he is slowly but purposefully dismantling everything obama did starting with obamacare and going on to the nuclear now that he got he, he couldn't get rid of obamacare because uh it's not like it's it's too good of a thing. Yeah. But he did start its slow decline by getting rid of the individual mandate, which without that, it's going to cripple Obamacare because we're not going to be able to pay for it, and it's just going to piss everybody off. But with this Iran nuclear deal, what's going to happen is we're going to reimpose super high tariffs on Iran, but the rest of the... like The reason it worked with North Korea is because the entire 
world was imposing tariffs on North Korea. But this time it's just going to be us, and there's still France, the rest of Europe, China, yeah. and Russia are going to All of Europe is supposed to be fucking pissed at us. Like, dude, why are you doing right. this? So what's going to happen is we're going to impose tariffs on Iran, and they're going to impose tariffs back on us. And you know where that's going to hurt us? Why? I mean, it's going to hurt us in our gas prices because of the, Dude, yeah, I just the, had the, an article. the millions the millions of gallons of oil we buy, I just had we an buy article. from Iran. I just had an article up that said oil like stocks and all that shit like are going to soar because of that. Right, like I mean, we already what we already hell? at least here in Michigan, our oil prices are probably about as high as they were Remember when they were this high, Brian? Do you remember? No. It was probably around 2015, you think? Oil sur- soars after Trump nixes Iran nuclear deal. Yeah, so oil stocks are great, but oil prices yeah. are not going to be. So, like, around 2015, or... Yeah. They were, like... Remember when they were, like, about, like, higher than $3? And they're like, wow, we're never going to see lower than $3 again. Yeah. And then... It suddenly somehow it got lower than two dollars, and we were like all amazed. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. That was in the immediate aftermath of Obama striking the Iran nuclear deal. Whoa. So leading up to tensions, Whoa. nixing it from when Trump was president, because that's what he campaigned on was getting rid of the atrocious, disgusting nuclear deal. <laughs> then he nixes it, and now they're gonna go up. I don't. I don't see any way where they go lower. Which than is, when which, it was. Yeah, like I mean, I mean they're already close to what they were at the peak of what they were when Obama was president. Hmm. Like I mean, we've never seen them over four here, but I could see it going go going there. <laughs> which is like another part. Another aspect of this deal is that. We made a deal with a country, but we go back on it a few years later because we are run by a raging lunatic idiot. They don't you know mean, the art of making a deal, brother. <laughs> Which we haven't even got to any of the illegal things the Trump campaign does and has done thanks to what Rudy Giuliani has said in the recent weeks. Rudy Giuliani here. <laughs> yep, if you... They'll support Trump, just so you know. We're uh, all going to jail. But, but, ah, uh, uh, man. There's a the reason I save this segment of the podcast every week till to the last is because I don't want to talk about it. To be honest, yeah. I should probably, um, I should probably move this this part more forward. Yeah, like I'm, I'm pretty, pretty rocked off those eight percenters. We're pretty rocked over here, everybody. Just wanna. <laughs> If I saw Donald Trump here right now, I tell you what, I'd flick him in his nutsack and kick him in his shins. I tell you what, if we if Donald Trump just appeared in this room, I'd be like, Psh. I'd slap him. I'd give him a wag of my finger. I say no, sir. I say you can't do that no more. I'd be like, I gotta talk to you, man, because I don't know what the fuck you're doing. And that's that's one of the other things. Like, why every, would you want to be president? Everything is so divisive between one side or the other and it's all just playing into the media's narrative which is to separate us between rich and poor black and white and everyone else in between that doesn't matter we're all equal you're either rich 
or poor or black or white or else you don't matter. Come on, man. Get all the immigrants out of here. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we all got to stick together, man. We only got one ride. Let's do it together. My name is Nick Wigella, and this has been the Split Six Podcast. Brian, is there anything you would like to promote? I'm Brian Nice, and I'm happy to be here always, Nick. Thank you for having me. I hope to be on here next month, and uh, hope to do better next time. Where, you know? can we, where can we follow you, and where can we find you on your website? Uh, BM Nice on Instagram and Twitter, BrianNison.com. Um, you know, find me at Benny's Pizza Pub if, if you want to. Go to Benny's, everybody. Follow me. <laughs> <laughs> Follow me at Nick Wigella on Twitter at nwigella on Instagram. Follow us on Facebook at Split Six Media and get us wherever you get your podcast. I hope at Split Six Media or Split. Just search for Split Six. No one else is copying us. It's just us. It's the best one. Get on it all day. It's more important to listen to what somebody else is saying to you rather than for them to listen to what you are saying. Thank you for splitting six with us.